podcast where best friends and next door neighbors, Willow and Lillian, spill the tea on murder, mysteries, and other things that go bump in the night. So get your favorite teacup ready and let's get into it. This is Lillian, and with me, as always, is Willow. I almost fucked that up. How? Almost said I was Willow. <laughs> I've been actually waiting for that to happen. Yeah, today's... Or Lillo. 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 That's cute. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just pissed off. The the Roe versus Wade, if Stop you're curious, um, is really firing us up. We woke up mad, and we're going to go to bed mad. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it all over again tomorrow. Look, if I didn't have kids, uh, I'd be in jail right now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Stuff would be on fire. Yep. Because, look, we've been, we done been protesting nicely for quite some time, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like we've made much headway. And while violence is never the answer, sometimes maybe it's it is. the solution. Yeah. Oh, that's a good slogan. <laughs> it's a little not great. So no. it's, <laughs> you work on it. I'll work on it. But anyway. Uh, we're going to dissociate into true crime now. Woohoo! Yay. So what is this month, Lillian? Murderous Mothers. Murderous and after the way mother. my kids have treated me today, I could be on this show. No. <laughs> you say that, and you saw some of what occurred this evening. It's really good. It's, uh, it's a well-orchestrated circus. Ooh, I just feel like it's raw. I'm just raw dog in chaos. Yes. Anyway, what case are we covering? I do not know. So today's case is actually a fun one. It is still true crime, but nobody dies. So I just wanted to start off the month, since last month was really rough, I wanted to start off the month with a fucking crazy story. I like crazy stories. And uh, yeah, this one just gets, it's just one of those stories where it's like so dumb. You're like, how did this really happen? How is this real? And it's fucking real. So I'm excited to tell you all about it. So this is the story of the pom-pom mom. Pom-pom mom? The pom-pom mom. <laughs> so, okay. So to set the stage, we are talking, most of the story takes place in the late 80s, early 90s, Texas, right outside of Houston. Oh, that hair's big, girl. Big ass hair closer to Jesus. Jesus. Right, baby. Holy as hell. Um, (laughs) So that's where we are. And that's exactly who we're talking about is that woman right there. That Texas Southern gal, big hair. Girl got some shoulder pads. Girl got some shoulder pads. Girl got some really fucked up eyeliner and wants to be a cheerleader. Like so bad. Okay, so Pom Pom Mom is Wanda Holloway. She was born in 1954 in Channelview, Texas. Her father worked at a concrete factory, and her mother worked at the kitchen in the local high school. Love it so far. <clears throat> so in, in this town, I mean, like I said, this is right outside of Houston. This is like a working class kind of town, uh, very blue collar Um, so a lot of people were like upper middle class and just the slightest class divide was like a big dramatic deal in high school. You know what I mean? So, so the fact that her mom was like the lunch lady 
And her dad just worked at a concrete factory. Everybody was like, oh, it's Wanda. Yeah. (laughs) Peasant. (laughs) You know, she wasn't. She was okay. Like, she didn't grow up in a bad household or anything like that. But she really um, took to heart what people said about her. It bothered her. her. Appearances were a very big deal. Um, she grew up in a very conservative and very strict household. So any restrictment put on any of her movements or wants or needs, um, caused a lot of resentment to her. Yeah, I can see it. And, um, so yeah, she really loved the spotlight. She loved attention. She was actually really good at a lot of things. Um, she was very smart. She made really good grades in school. She did pretty good. Um, but she wanted to be a cheerleader and having a conservative father back in the fifties and sixties, he would not let her be a cheerleader because the outfits were too skimpy. Oh, sir, calm down. The 1960s cheerleader outfits, the skirts went down to the knee, and I'm pretty sure they were long sleeve shirts. They were. So, that's what kind of household she was in. Any dad that is that concerned with their daughter's, like, modesty freaks me the fuck out. It's creepy as fuck. It's creepy as fuck. Your daughter's not sexy. She's your daughter. So nothing that she wears is going to be sexy. She's a child. Sir. Sir. Gross. So, um, yeah. So she really, really fucking hated this. And she continued to try to, like, really succeed in all these different categories. Like, she was, like, a a really good pianist. Um, She took piano lessons her entire life and, you know, like, went to recitals and all kinds of things. Like, she was pretty up there. Um, But I really think the heart of it was all to show her parents, like, look, I can do all these things. I really want to be a cheerleader. Like, look, I've made you proud. Please let me be. I'm not being a bad kid, you know, so I should be able to do these things. Um, But it never worked out for her. She never had her moment. And she was always kind of like second. You know what I mean? She was never the shining star that she wanted to be. And so as soon as she turned 18 in 1972, she got married to a man named Tony Harper. And pretty much as soon as they were married and moved in together, they ended up having a son named Anthony Shane. And in 1977, five years later, they had a daughter named Shanna. And this daughter was who she was going to live vicariously through. Oh, no, I do not like when parents do this shit. She finally gets her chance. She She may not be a cheerleader, but she could be a cheerleader's mama. And, God, she was obsessed from day one. Um, Three years after Shayna was born, uh, when she was three years old in 1980, they got a divorce. And Wanda went off and tried to marry, like, this old rich man. Um, I think they ended up actually getting married, but it was such a short marriage. Like, I'm talking months. Um, Yeah, it was really quick. Um, And she ended up trying to go right back to her ex-husband. I know, I know, and he, that's exactly what he said. He was like, girl, that's messy. That, get up. Stop (laughs) groveling. Ew. Ew. Um, (laughs) She was, she was pretty rough. So, um, 
he wouldn't take her back. And so later on, she eventually ended up meeting a man named C.D. Holloway. Does that not sound like a rich man? Like Sounds like a rich like Texan. He's, yeah, like he's yeah. a Texan in the railroad industry. You know? Yeah, like, big hat. Big hat, big mustache, whistles big his S's. Mm-hmm. He was rich, and he was 20 years older than her. And he, by all accounts, he made her happy. And they were happy together. Well, good job. Um, but I think the happiness lied in the fact that she was 20 years on- younger. And it also lied in the fact that he was very rich. I think it was a very uh, copacetic relationship. Not that their intention, you know, I don't know. I don't know about their intentions, though. Well, it worked for them. It worked for them. So Wanda, of course, you know, with this new uh, leap in class, uh, she got to finally have everything that she always wanted. She got the big house and, like, the reputable... um, housing district you know like the big Big fancy fucking neighborhoods with the fucking the mcmansions and shut and and such things that i could never imagine having um they lived in you know super class she had all the fine things she got beautiful dresses she got her hair did you know she got fine jewelry she was decked out she was always noted as a very classy woman she was always noted as very put together, very like fancy and kind of uh, with not very much emotion, just always like kind of posing. It, very strange, very mechanical. Um, like a mannequin or something. Like a mannequin or something, yeah. So she, but yeah, like I said, she got everything she wanted. She finally had the neighborhood that she wanted her kids to grow up in and you know, she wanted her kids to grow up in that environment of, oh, look at them. They're so-and-so's kids. They have it better off, you know. Affluence. Affluence. Um, but just up the road, literally like four houses down, the exact same floor plan and everything lived a near-identical version of Wanda, a woman named Verna Heath. Verna? Now, Verna Heath like I said, was the exact same woman. She also had a daughter, same age as uh, Shanna. She not only had the same daughter, but or a daughter the same age, but they ended up going to the same schools. They met because their daughters met in elementary school. They ended up going to the same gymnastics classes. Uh, the only difference was, was Verna put her daughter in classes before the age of three, and she was already winning awards by that age of three. So by the time oh, they no. met at the age of five. It was too late. Her daughter, yeah. yes, her daughter Amber was already like an award-winning gymnast. And Shanna came in at a, at a lousy five years old. It's been a competition this girl's entire life. That's creepy. And it just slowly builds until they're teenagers. And this woman, I mean, slow burn, slow snowball effect. Like this woman takes in everything and just builds and I mean, schemes. Probably, like, snarking over potato salad I mean, and these then, these yeah. women did social events together. They um, they went out for coffee together. They would carpool and get each other to different gymnastics courses, and like they were involved in each other's lives. 
but not to the point they of friendships. Friends. Yeah, they were not friends whatsoever. And same for the girls. The girls kind of, you know, talked a little bit and everything like that, but they were never considered well, friends. probably made it weird. You know that they were just talking oh, all the time. They do. They squawk. <laughs> we're we, southern. We, yeah, we're southern women. We know how we it goes. We just sat in the other room talking shit for like an hour. Oh, much longer than an hour, yes. Um, but, yeah, so... Okay, so their lives are so similar. It just it, it's it's just too intense. Okay, so not only did they have similar daughters and everything like that, they Verna also grew up in the exact same area. They grew up around the same time. Did they, did they come from like humble beginnings together? So Wanda grew up from humble beginnings. Verna lived a happy and privileged life. Her parents were pretty well off, and she had three sisters where Wanda had brothers. She had three sisters. So she got to play all the time, and she was in twirl, which if you are in Texas and cheerleading, twirl is like Mm -hmm. the flight attendant of cheerleading. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is... Like you said, the big time. What a lot of people don't realize about like the '90s and cheerleaders is that it was like pushed on you weirdly. Mm -hmm. Everybody was gonna be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Yes. You were in Oklahoma. Yes. 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 And like I never forget disappointing my mother Mm -hmm. when she's like, "Are you gonna try out for cheer?" And I was like, "I'd rather eat poop." Yep. I cheer was forced on my throat. I had to get into cheer. It was ridiculous. You do not want to see anything that I... No. Mm-mm. It was bad. Um, bad times. But, yeah, it, it was a really weird obsession. The same with beauty pageants back then. I was also pushed into beauty pageants. Oh, that I was pushed into. That was really creepy. Um, like child modeling. Yeah. Child, same. Too. Yeah. It's just... It's just a weird world, and especially in the South, especially in Texas, especially yeah. big hair, southern... Oh my goodness, it's a thing. I'd love to find my glamour shots one of these days. (laughs) Oh my god, I would love that. I was in fifth grade and my hair was so big. I had the big rooster. Girl, I had had them glamour shots too. I remember it. Frosty blue eyeshadow. Right. So, yeah, she was in Twirl and her whole house was decorated in her medals and her trophies. I'm talking from baby. Her whole life she was in Twirl. And she was just doted upon. So I have a feeling that Wanda actually knew her for a while. Mm-hmm. It's never said. This is all allegedly. But, like, oh, girl, okay. I really do feel like Wanda has had her eyes on Verna for a lot longer like than high she... School. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I think it she was... I think there's a reason why she moved four houses down. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Isn't it fucked up? It is a bit fucked it's, up. It's just really weird how everything lines up perfectly. Like, they literally almost, have kids at the same if time. If it was not, like, on purpose, then it's almost like God must be cruel. It's a weird and sick and twisted story. It's really hard to believe that it's real. Like, I mean, I'm sitting here telling you this, and it's just, it's really hard to believe. So, Verna ended up marrying this man named Jack Heath, also right after out of high school. Only... This was her only marriage as opposed to Wanda's. See how there's like, mm-hmm. It seems like Verna's always just one step up. One step up. And that Wanda's the great value or the always saved version of, of, of Verna. 
Absolutely. It's exactly, exactly what's going on right now. And, and, and you see like how Wanda wanted to go back to her first husband because it wasn't a one up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really weird. So, um, he, and he was actually a manager of like a very big store and they actually had really good money just from his job alone. And they had three sons and a daughter named Amber. Now, Amber was born 1977, the exact same year as Shayna, and it was said that the families knew each other, like, since the girls were born, basically, and it was like, it was almost like they kept trying to make the girls friends in a very weird way. They want them to compete against each other, but they always But they want them want to, to be friends. friends because of how it looks socially. I get it. You know it's what I mean? Gross. It's really weird. It's weird. So, because both of them were like pretty popular in school. Like they were pretty popular girls. You know, if you saw them standing next to each other, you would think they were best friends just based on appearance alone. Right. Um but it was like trying to stick the same ends of a magnet together. It just doesn't work. And, um, so they grow up, they go through school together, and then in comes the first year of junior high, the first year that they're able for cheerleading tryouts. Now, working up to this year, like I said, they were in gymnastics, one from the age of three, one from the age of five. Um, the, the other girl, Amber, she was also in twirl because her mother was in twirl. Now... Wanda didn't have this one up. For some reason, she never put Amber through twirl. She just put Amber through gymnastics. And for some reason, I think, you know what I mean? But I think for some reason, the fact that her mother was a twirlist, she was a twirlist on top of all these things, she just kind of naturally fit in. It was something that Amber wanted to do. It was something she was, yeah, organically good at. But Shayna didn't want to. She didn't want to do this. Like, I didn't really look into her because I just wanted to respect her privacy. Um, but I'm pretty sure, I heard, I think I heard somewhere that she ended up being, like, a journalist. And, like, did a whole bunch of really cool shit later on. Hates her fucking mother for obvious reasons. But she was never really into cheerleading to begin with. And it's just been forced on her throat her whole life. When uh, Wanda ended up marrying the uh, C.D. Holloway guy and they got the big house, they ended up converting their garage into a makeshift... Uh, cheerleading studio. Oh my god! Like that's how far down her throat she shoved this shit into her child. Her child was made to come home and immediately either go to gymnastics or go into the garage into the makeshift studio. Her mother would do her homework for her. So she'd have more time for cheerleading shit. How fucked up? How fucked up? Still, like, I mean, this is their handwriting. Like, you have to have, you know, like, shit. No, she would sit there and write out everything I'm saying. It's That's just wild. fucked up. And it was, and it, I mean, it was forcing her. She was forcing that child, working that child to death with all this shit. And Verna's daughter, Amber, was just, again, like, just naturally good at it. So they're preparing for the seventh grade tryouts. Now, The tryouts for this school is fucked up. Like, it should never be this way. Um, But the tryouts were not held by adult judges who, like, knew 
anything about cheer. You know, it wasn't yeah. by like actual people that knew something. They did it by the student body. Oh no. Exactly. That is horrifying. Exactly. This sounds like a bad movie. I'm saying, and guess what? There are so many bad movies. I was actually waiting for you to say that because like there are I, I had to like go off and like try to watch I tried so hard to watch some of these movies and they're so bad. Are there any lifetime ones? Those are my there are a few lifetimes. There's, um, and I have a list at the bottom of like the, the titles and everything. I'll, I'll tell you at the end, but oh my God, that's so bad. I totally want everybody to watch all of them. They're terrible. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So they had to campaign for their cheerleading spot on the squad. Well, this is worse somehow. Yes. Yes. Like posters and shit? Like posters and shit, hand out flyers. Like it's student council or student president or something like that. The entire student body has to has to vote on who's going to be on the cheerleading squad. Which doesn't make any fucking sense because cheerleading's hard as hell. It's hard. Every person I shouldn't because I'm a bad person. But it's still, it's so fucked up. It's so no, fucked it's, up. It's it's, it's a popularity fun. contest yes. at this point, and it's not, like, an ability contest, you know? No. Um, it has nothing to do it's with actual skill. It Exactly. It doesn't matter at all. If, like, the popular girl doesn't like you, then you're no. fucked. And poor Shayna. Girl, she got so fucked up throughout this entire experience. It's so messed up what Wanda does. Okay, so first... So seventh grade is the first year, right? They're campaigning year one. And so um, Amber hands out flyers like everybody else. Everybody kind of has their own flyers. But instead of just flyers, Amber thinks, well, hey, I can hand out mints and treats, like little candies. So she puts little candies with them. So yeah, so she puts little candies with her flyers. And she's like, oh, this is a cute idea. when I ran for student council. Well, well, uh, Wanda got pissed. Wanda got furious. I can see that. Because she ended up getting on the team and Shayna didn't. Yep. So when that happened, she went to the school board. And she... She marched in She there marched in there and carried the fuck out. Oh, yeah. And she ended up getting a ban on giving treats or giving gifts or anything like that during campaigning. Which, I mean, I guess I can understand. Whatever. Whatever. But, so... the whole thing's stupid. The whole thing's stupid. It should never go this way at all. Like, I guess Bring It On wasn't then, but still. I was was about about to say, have we not learned anything? But... (laughs) It was definitely a decade later. So, um... So, okay, that happens, right? So... Amber gets on the team as expected. Shayna doesn't. Big hoopla. Rules are changed. They have an entire year to prep for the next year, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a whole year. Shayna trained her ass off. She like, worked harder than ever. And the whole time, Wanda is scheming. And as she schemes throughout the year, the next following year comes and tryouts come. And Wanda's like, I've got the best plan. We're going to hand out rulers and pencils that say, vote for Shayna on there. We're going to hand them out with our flyers. It's going to be great. And they're so excited. So they do that. Guess what? 
it's disqualified because they're gifts. Because they're gifts. <laughs> this is the dumbest story. I can't believe this actually happened, and it only gets worse. So oh, okay. So she they they campaign their little hearts out, bless them, and they end up getting in trouble for obvious reasons. And Wanda ends up saying, "Okay, okay, don't disqualify her. I'm so sorry." I forgot or some shit. She makes up something and she's like, okay, look, we'll do it this way. And she takes the flyers. She rolls it up as if it's um, like a megaphone and she tapes it to the rulers. And she's like, look, they're little megaphones, like cheerleading megaphones. Woo. Pep. And they take one look at that. And the whole school board get so irate that they confiscate all of them because that's like Wanda being like, oh, no rulers, no, no rulers, no gifts, no nothing like that. Well, how about, how about fuck you? Huh? How about that? Is that okay? They're like, I told you to get rid of the fucking rulers. Like what is wrong with you? So they get super mad at her. They have like a full blown meeting about what to do about Shayna and all these megaphone things <laughs> and like a full-on meeting like an hour or something on meeting and they end up disqualifying Shayna. couldn't see that one coming so um you know obviously amber's back on the team <laughs> Duh. and Shayna has to go back to school like oh my god my mom is so embarrassing my mom came up in here Okay, can I just say yeah, can. that I have repressed memories specifically like this for obvious reasons where I had this mom, okay? She wasn't this crazy, obviously, but she's... And, like, she made herself my volleyball coach uh. and made up, the, made up our, like, like, team name. I don't want to say it. Please say it. We had t-shirts and everything. What was it? Come on. The Go-Getters. Oh, no! All one word. All one word. (laughs) (laughs) And like like Bubble Comic Sans print. (laughs) No! No! Mm -hmm. Can I do the good one to make you feel better? I don't know if you can. I can. Okay. To the middle school my dad taught history at. And when I made an F on a spelling test, he came into my class and humiliated me. In front of the teacher, in front of the rest of the students, he made me stand up and explain why I got an F on a spelling test. You're like, because I'm a flaming fucking idiot. I said, guess I'm a bad spelling dad. (laughs) My mom was homeroom mom. I'm sorry. We had it rough, y'all. Oh, he could, so long. And, okay, I'm adopted, okay? And I don't look anything like her, okay? I'm no, brown, no. and you she's not. Yeah. And she talks like this, and it's very embarrassing. Yeah. And I'm, she followed me everywhere, all the time. <laughs> just like this woman. And she looked very similar to this woman. It's very creepy. It so I'm just saying that this story, I connect with quite a bit because I was this girl. I was this girl where everybody was like, oh my God, her mom is that stupid fucking mom. And I'm like, I know my mom is crazy. Help. SOS. (laughs) Yeah. So people, she was later on quoted as saying it felt like 
now when she goes back to school, it feels like she has like this neon sign over her forehead that reads daughter of pom pom mom. Mm, it's no good. You can't live that shit. In the eighties and nineties, if okay. they made up a nickname about you, Stone you forever. were done and you needed to move counties. You needed to never come back. Never. No, no. Yep. And you're going to have to go into like, like witness protection type where you get a new name. And you guys and, yep. it was, not. it was brutal. It was brutal. The, the pure like abuse that was high school is terrible. I'm still traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously we are. So, and obviously, I mean, this girl was as well, like she had it really, really rough She's in high school and it, it just ended up being a circular like cycle of abuse. Like her mother ended up doing the exact same thing to her that she was resentful of when oh, she yeah, was little, only a million times worse. So now we have an entire year of school to sit and stew over the fact that now she is disqualified on her own dumbass bullshit. And while she is fuming, she has a year to prepare for the next tryouts. And Girl, she forms a plan. Oh, no, no. So this is the end of 1990. The next year's tryouts are going to be in spring of 91. And so towards the year of, uh, towards the end of 1990, you know, it's family time. It's Christmas time. She starts, you know, spending more time with family. She starts getting an idea in her head. She's like, you know what? My daughter's uncle, my ex-husband's brother, he's the only criminal that I know. Wanda. You know, she's she's like in a totally other world. She's never met a criminal before, ever. So the only criminal that she knows is her, ex-brother-in-law. her ex-brother-in-law, who hates her. And by criminal, I mean, he's a little rough around the edges. He's been to jail, I think, but not prison. You know what I mean? Same. I, same. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't think that he was in jail for, like, any violent charges. Probably, like, the cop found, like, a roach in his ashtray. Exactly. He was, he was not a criminal. Stole a credit card. Bounced a check. Petty as fuck. You know, like, this wasn't his lifestyle. It's not like he's my ex, you know? Like, time I hear lifestyle, like, <laughs> very lifestyle. Um, <laughs> same. Same, though. God. So, she asked this guy... And this guy's like, huh? She's like, hey, how much do you love your niece? And he's like, I'd take a bullet for my niece. I love my niece. What are you talking about? I'm the world's greatest uncle. And she's like, okay, but like, I have a problem and it involves your niece. And like, I need a solution. And so I need you to help me because you're a criminal and you know criminals. He's He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not like he's in the Hell's Angels, lady. Exactly. She's like, I need to hire a hitman. Wanda. <laughs> Wanda. Mr. County Di- County Jail Dimebag <laughs> is no hitman. Like, she just equates this he's in her like, mind. So what? Yeah, he's like, ha, that's funny. Um, no. And like he laughs it off at first. But a couple weeks go by and Christmas oh, Eve, no. they're like at a Christmas Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve she takes him aside and she's like, no, Girl, really. Girl, Texas, that's the night before Jesus' birthday. You can't be asking that shit. Unholy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she takes him aside and she's like, 
no, really, we got to plan this shit. And he's like, okay. Yes. Um, okay. I might be able to help you. He's like, hold that thought. So he goes to his brother and he says, hey, yo, I think your ex-wife's crazy. (laughs) Here's what's going on. And he says, okay, we're going to the police. So immediately (laughs) they go to the police and. Ooh, do they make him wear a wire? They wear a wire. Girl, for like weeks. I'm talking like, like I'm I'm talking, I think they had like six sessions of recordings where she's just so like that just like talking her head off about all this shit being very being very like detailed and like i don't know do you think we should kill them do you think we should just yes yes she's like i just want verna heath gone i want her out of my life out of this town and like verna ain't done nothing to you, Wanda. This has nothing to do with you, Wanda. Like, here's the deal. I can understand if it was like that was her bully in high school and she's like traumatized. She's like, oh, get her back. I'd be right. like, okay, girl, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, the girl. She may have been quote unquote better than her in high school and she may have seen her as a bully. You know what I mean? But, Maybe. That's a stretch. Who the fuck is this? But like, I was bullied mm-hmm. by Laura Messick. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> you were an asshole. Yeah. I don't want to like do her in that way. No. I want to live as long as possible and suffer. Yeah. The rest of yeah. Us. Twist your ankle every day. Stub stub your toe every day. Get pregnant again. That's funny. <laughs> I consider it a punishment. Yes. Uh, no, but seriously, like yeah, that's real. Yeah, it's wild. it's fucked up. And I wonder if it was a case of bullying, like in high school, because I bet there's some kind of connection we're not hearing about, or if it was just this perceived. I think it was an obsession. Obsession with I her, think like, I think single white female shit. Yes, I think it was an absolute obsession. Because she doesn't seem like she has any personality. No, she doesn't. No, she well, really the doesn't. And the, like, beep, boop, beep, boop. She really is. Yeah, and whenever you see her like in court and stuff, she's just very flat faced. Her lips are literally like a line and she doesn't make any facial features. Done. And normally I don't talk about people's it's, lips. Yeah. She doesn't have any. No, and and it's really obvious with her emotions that she doesn't have any. And I don't know if she doesn't have lips or if she's just holding them that way because she's... It looks like a pursed, like, mm. She's like she's pursing her mouth. Yeah, in she's a weird unpleasant. way. She's very Karen-y. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's not a nice person. No. She's not a nice person, obviously. So she she continues to hatch this plan in great detail. You know, at first she doesn't necessarily want to kill them. She doesn't really care what happens to them. She just wants them gone. And um She's like Nancy Kerrigan then, like break their knees or something. I don't I don't know why she just doesn't move. Just move. Just go to the new school. girl, the new girl in school is always the first cheerleader pick because she's new. Don't you know anything? We all know that. God. Not that hard. Anyway, so <laughs> Wanda, um, uh, you know, ends up saying, you know, I don't necessarily care. But they have to gather evidence. So Terry's yeah. like, okay, look, I you found it. specifically tell me. I know. No, he's like, I got a guy. It's the cops. But, he, but she doesn't know. Yeah. So <laughs> he's like, I got a guy. And he's like, okay, the charges are... Uh, 
2500 for Verna and 5000 for Amber. Because the older woman is going to cost less than the child. Yeah. Tough. And he's like, so like, like seven and a half thousand total. And she's like, ooh, I have money, but not that much money. So like, let me cut a deal. She's like, okay, let's bargain. She's like, well, I don't necessarily need the child dead. So that's like, I can knock off five grand there. And so that's, you know, 2,500. I could do that, no problem. And so she. Oh, Wanda. So she ends up giggling to herself as she's taking off her diamond earrings as a down payment. And she's laughing. She's like, you know, <laughs> I can't pull the trigger to kill Verna myself, but I sure can do that. Do it this way. Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. She takes off. Her diamond earrings that cost about $1,500 to $2,000, and she sets them down as a down payment. She's like, all right, go and get them. And the very next day... Well, she's going to know a criminal, because she is one. (laughs) The very next day, uh, January 30th, 1991 to be exact, she hears a little knock-knock-knock on her door. While Shayna is off ferociously <laughs> practicing gymnastics, um, Wanda answers the door. She's decked out as always, prim and proper, hair to the sky, ain't moving in a hurricane. Aquanet. Aquanet. And um, <laughs> just decked out in all of her jewels, you know. She opens up the door. She makes no emotional gesture at all. All she does, because Shayna hears the door, so she comes as well. She takes one look at the police, and she looks back at Shayna, and she starts taking off her jewelry. She goes, Mama's going away for a little bit, honey. Grandma's going to take care of you. Damn. Takes off her jewelry, walks out with the police in handcuffs. She already knows what's going on. She hey, don't even say anything. at least she went down like that, though. She's she might like, give props, because well, I don't have Take no my dignity. earrings, I'm done. I yeah. have no dignity. They're going to have to tase me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So she goes off. They end up um, charging her with solicitation of capital murder. And she was released the next day on a $10,000 bond. So while they're awaiting trial, Tony, her ex-husband, the father of her children, sue her for custody of the two children. And he's awarded joint custody. Oh, Lord. You know, y'all, back in the, like, okay, I'm... For, for people who don't know, because people don't, is that back before the 2000s, it was really common to just never give custody to a dad at all for any reason unless the mother literally exploded or was dead. Yep. And now it's swung back the other way while they will give joint custody to, like, Jack the Ripper mm-hmm. and because they don't want to, like, shortchange the dads anymore without realizing that dads can also suck. Right. It just, like, the whole thing sucks. But, mm-hmm. like, back then, that's not a surprise that they did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's very... Um, it's gross. Well, it's very, like, atomic age. Uh-huh. Like, you know, where the man worked, the woman stayed home. Very, yes, like, quintessential. Very so I understand where it's stemming from. Not that I and like it. that the only one that could provide the proper care for the child was the mother. And frequently the father's role in the children's lives finances. was not even, was only money. Only money, finances, yeah. So, he ended up getting joint custody, but ended up really taking care of the kids but because hey, she's a mess. It just goes to show how misogyny hurts us all. It really does. So Amber and Shayna still go to the same high school. They girl, don't. They no. don't take the girl out of the school. Why don't they put her in a different fucking 
It's it's cool. not that hard. Are they trying to torture her to death? It's I terrible. Understand. I really and well, she she just goes dude. through it. They have to go to the same school and like even Amber cuz Amber had no idea about any of this until she was arrested. Oh my god. So Amber and Verna are like, "What?" They're the lady down. down the street was going to have me killed? And only didn't kill the kid because it was too expensive and out of her budget? Well, and I don't even Dude. think they knew that. I think all they knew was that there was a hit on them oh my God. placed by Wanda. And to think not only do they continue to live four, horse, four houses down, but also go to the same school. That's wild to me. And Amber was so scared. I mean, you can imagine. Well, and like... The re- I wish they could have become friends anyway, though I get... I ship it hard, but I understand. I know. Ship it hard. I know. A friendship ship. Ship and ship... I ship a lot of things all different ways. But... <laughs> My good God. So, <laughs> so, obviously, there's tryouts again, and Shayna didn't try out. She was like... I'm good. Like, I'm good. Go sit this one yep. out. <laughs> Um, here. Yeah, Jesus. and she really tried to just keep a low profile at that point. Which I mean, real, and I don't mean that in the southern fucking no, way. No, yeah, way. I was pregnant in high school, so I understand what it means to keep a low profile because people are making fun of you. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is when this is when like I mean, she only has a few months of school left of this semester, and this is the semester that they really hone in on that pom pom mom. Yeah, they're, like, kind of chanting it and shit while she walks oh, down. I know, I know, sir. I know. And it's really it's fucking shitty. It's so, it's so fucked up. So, in August of that year, like, after, you know, school ends, you have summer break and everything. In August, Wanda went to trial. And they played all of the tapes. Oh, good. They played everything. Even some of the students testified. Because this has been a long brew, you know what I mean? Like this, this has been brewing for a long time, and she's been she's been crazy for forever, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's she's been acting out and and just being really obsessive mm-hmm. for a very long time, and the students were catching on, and so students came and spoke up in court against oh my God, that's Wanda. Even worse, is that your classmates come to testify against your mother? I and hope that girl got some therapy. I know, and Damn. it's so hard for especially children that age, especially in that um, the environment. Ages between thirteen and seventeen are absolute hot garbage anyway, with the best conditions possible. Right, I and think ab- think about like like their kind of. Um, like the way they're brought up, you know, you, you hear your, your parents talking all the time. You hear the town talking. There's lots of gossip, um, you know, and you tend to repeat what your parents say and then you take it to school and you know, that's where a lot of bullying comes. So this is a small town. Everybody's talking about this. Oh, yeah, obviously. So it's now crazy. all eyes are on Shayna and, um, yeah, it's just really rough. So the trial comes around and, um, Wanda ended up trying to turn the story and say that Terry, her or Terry, the brother, yeah, what Terry and Tony, her ex, were like this was a big plot that they had like made up and schemed for Tony to get to get get the kids. 
No wonder you're the only one with dumb scoops. That is such a weird story. Like that's not even that's not even a good idea to bring in front of the court. That's a fucking. There's no evidence. That's dumb. That's something dumb to say because they had been split up. I think for like eleven years at this point, and he didn't care, Wanda. He never once tried to take them kids away. No. So why would he try now? Except for the fact that they're in danger because you're trying to kill people, <laughs> Wanda. Girl. I'm just mad. So obviously that nobody no it didn't it was barely even said <laughs> the judge was like nah fuck off go sit down um so the case lasted two weeks it well, took and i think i think one well, i think it's not long and i think a lot of it was just hearing the re- the recordings oh, yeah. um it only took the jury six hours to deliberate ouch they found her guilty and wanda instantly burst into tears dramatically <laughs> After not showing any emotion at all, she just starts throwing herself around in, like, complete hysteria. She begs for non-custodial sentence, and um, she ends up saying that the long and grueling trial had been punishment enough. Really? Really, bitch? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't even have anything to say. So, she was released... In September, less than a month later, on a $75,000 bond. Jesus Christ. That pussy must be legit fire because, like, her husband is like, I paid $75,000 that Mine's fired. I don't don't know anybody that paid that much. Like, that's ridiculous. It must be, like, some kind of... I know. Gorilla grip. (laughs) Chasing waterfalls kind of mess. I don't... Look, I don't understand, because if Maris did something that abjectly stupid and evil, and I love him, and like... This is stupid. I mean, the evil part aside, it's dumb. It's embarrassing. It's, it's very embarrassingly dumb. tortured my children, and then got himself arrested for trying to kill a mother and a child. Over, over cheerleading. cheerleading. <laughs> now you're there, and you think about what you've done. So... So her defense team kind of heard her plea to the judge about this non-custodial sentencing. And so as she gets bonded out, they concoct, you know, this um, this kind of scheme where they're going to try to get a like a new trial and try to get it like a reduced sentence or something. So she's trying to postpone. Yes. So out of nowhere. While they're trying to, like, figure out how they can get her out of this sentence, out of nowhere, word came in to the court that one of the people on the jury was on probation at the time of the court case. Oh, that's a no-no. He was on probation for, like, a minor drug offense. That's um, no-no. Actually, it was a felony. It was a felony drug offense. But still... Not allowed. So it was deemed a mistrial. Yep. October 7th, 1996. Five years later. And she's just been out doing her thing. Doing nothing. She's just spending money. Um, they had a second trial. She pled no contestant, or no contest. Um, basically... Did she do like an Alfred? 
Mm-hmm, Alfred. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't technically plead guilty, but... That's an Alfred. Yeah, thing. yeah. That's what you're saying. I'm not saying I didn't do it, but I'm not saying I did. Yeah. Yep. So she did that and took the bargain. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Fine, but she was eligible for parole within six months. I'm sure she got it. She did. She ended up getting out, like I said, six months later. Um, while she was in prison, or yeah, while she was in prison for that six months, though. Verna Heath's family were pretty pissed off. Oh, dear. They ended up filing a civil suit. Yeah, get them. For $150,000. Did they win? They did. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they said that um, Verna, I mean, Wanda had shown no remorse and that the only thing that she was sorry for was the fact that she got caught, which, yep. That's exactly what's true. Um, but, I mean, obviously, with all the other money that she spent, like... She don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, 150000 Fuck. She just turned her husband and said, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um, yeah, she ended up serving the remaining uh, nine and a half years on probation and completed and had to complete a 1,000 hours of community service. That was it. That was it. That's it. That's all she got. Her daughter hates her, so there's that. Um, I think she like has contact with her grandchildren, but that's it. I wouldn't let them have. I wouldn't either, but you know, there's people. Hey, I ain't gonna judge nobody's. So the movie titles, some of the movie titles. This isn't all of them. So one of my favorites. I haven't gotten to see it because I cannot find. If somebody finds this video, link me because I couldn't find it. But I found like the IMDb of it. Um. One of the videos, or the movies, is called, and I quote, The Positively True Adventures of the Alleged Texas Cheerleading Cheerleader Murdering Mom. It's all one word. The, right, so the movie yeah. posters for this, fan-fucking-tastic. They are great. Oh my fucking god. Fine. 1993 HBO film, done up. Like, so that. outrageous. So there's another one called Willing to Kill, The Texas Cheerleader Story. It's a 1992 ABC film. These are all like, you know, like uh, afternoon type movies. Daytime series. I I love watching those. Absolutely amazing. One that I did watch that's pretty rough, but it has Roseanne. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) She's so cute. So. um, Oh, no. She's like a trumper. Oh, no. I had no. Yeah, but we can't have nothing nice. Yeah, nice things. But um, uh, on ID, uh, IDMB. No ID. It's oh, Discovery ID. Yeah, Discovery ID. I was I was trying to f- I forgot the what the the words meant the ID part. Something Discovery. Anyways, Investigation so Discovery. that's that's what I was waiting for. Thank you. So they had a, a show on there called Momsters. Oh. This was their first episode. Well, of course. It was entitled, When Moms Go Bad, A Killer Routine. That's so A dumb. killer routine. I hate that whole thing. <laughs> it was the dumbest episode, and I did link that one because it was so fucking great and terrible and awful and I wonderful. It was the worst acting I've ever seen, and yes. it made my night. Did they have wigs, like bad wigs? Girl, it was some of the worst lighting, too. And, uh, and the facial expressions, so good. I love B-Level, like, 
shitty, low-budget... That's Betty Broderick story from Lifetime, though. That's one of the best... I gotta go back and watch that. I watched it. Yeah, so good. So much drama. So yeah, this sounded like like this very so much I'm so glad like a crazy it. almost soap opera. Very much like, but, but Southern it's Belle. Zone twin peak shit too. It's just yes, weird. yes, it's, just weird. it's very strange. Like I don't even I, skimming the surface of her psychology is I just wanna. I don't want to get my hands that dirty. Uh-uh. Oh, it's a swamp in there. Yeah, it's the not even. I don't even know if it's really that interesting. It's just you know a bunch of like just sad, pathetic, w- and gross, gross algae and like yeah. mucus. I don't so know. about business time? The shit, girl. It's the beginning of the month. It's the beginning of the month. Let's wake up. It's the Let's first go. Of the month. It's the first of the month. Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Get up. It's the first of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like singing it in my head now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, that was my jam when I was a kid. Anyway. So, cool story. The first episode of our books podcast. Oh, no way! Will be up at the same time this morning. (gasps) That's so exciting, Lillian. Once a week. And I will put the link to the show in the description of this. Good, yes. And along with our Facebook page for the books. Yes. And please enjoy music, which is at a score. Like, producer Will scored the entire thing. Every Beautiful. character has a theme song. Beautiful. The book has a theme. It Beautiful. has, like, sound effects. It's, a, like, a dramatic play slash audiobook. I love this so much. And so it's out tomorrow. By the yes. time you guys hear this, it will be out. And I want you to go listen to it. And if you yes. hate it, just let it play. <laughs> just put it on silent. Let it play while you you're working. If anyone Although, wants to do that for this podcast, yeah. if you're sensitive to like, just name a trigger warning. It's well, I mean, they're already listening to this. So. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. And you know, it comes from a brain, so I warned you. Yeah. And it's reason you embarrass her in love. And I'm so, so proud cute. of you, and I'm so Thank proud you. of your books. It's a really good we thing. I believe really in hard. them. I really do. It's hard mm. to write something, edit it, illustrate it, put it out places, market it. No, we've been. Yeah. I don't even know where I am anymore. I'm yeah. like in an existential nightmare because I've been working so hard. But it's worth it. It's totally great. Yeah. So please, this will never have ads. There is no Patreon. It is just free content for you to enjoy. We just want people to enjoy our books. That's it. Other business time is hey, y'all. I don't know if you heard, we got a Patreon. Woo! Woo! We really have so much fun on our Patreon. Oh, listen. We cover stuff that we don't cover on the show. Because it doesn't fit a theme, and sometimes we just, look, after doing, like, three episodes, two episodes a week of true crime, you're like, you know what I'd like to hear about? Why Victorians ate mummies. Mm -hmm. That's what I'd like Mm -hmm. to hear about. Weird, like, alien encounters in the Victorian era before any, like, mechanics were made. Oh, yes, I talk about that shit. That's so cool. The cryptid fuckability scale. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check that kind of stuff out, patreon.com slash cruelty. We only have one tier because that's all we need. Yep. And once we get enough patrons. We are real close to having enough patrons where there will be merch. And patrons get merch. At least a t-shirt or sticker or something for free. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. get it for free. For free. 
but it's not yeah. every month. That's ridiculous. But yeah. everybody who becomes a patron, it gets at least one thing for free, thing and free. then gets discount codes and all kinds of awesome deals. For any other merch we yeah. have, or whatever mm-hmm. other projects we decide to do. And we're artists, so we're gonna come up with like the coolest art and well, like. You're gonna get a discount code from myself. Yeah. I'm gonna make a patron mm-hmm. patrons only coupon where if you want to go buy my luxury soap and candles and other handcrafted goods, well then you'll get a discount. That would be awesome. But that's our business for today. Last month was our best month month so far, and I cannot wait for this month. I really hope we beat our numbers again because I just keep celebrating every single fucking day of this podcast. I love this podcast. I love our listeners, and I love you so much, and I'm just so fucking pumped to be here. Oh, yeah. Oh, ridiculously grateful. Thank you all. So thankful for not, everybody. I honestly did not think we'd be here seven months in. I never thought that this many people wanted to hear what I had to say. So okay. just the fact that you're here listening means the Holy absolute world. Yeah. Um, yeah, as someone who suffers from a lot of rough stuff, I get sad a lot. And you telling me that I'm doing good helps me yeah. do more so i'm thankful for you yeah same um, we've had a lot of people reaching out and telling us that we're doing good and, and i just i love ever you not appreciate that shit. every single word makes us cry happy happy way. tears yeah. happy happy tears so, so thank, thank you, you all for your continued support and please go visit our social media like facebook write-ups about the cases are there along with all the pictures we're working on ironing out our instagram we've just been so busy that i can't even Anything. Check us out on Twitter, though. We're fun on there. We're trying. We don't know what we're doing. Nope. So come watch us not do good at stuff. Anyway, we love you. Goodbye. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.